five, four, three, two, one. Hey there, everybody, and welcome in to an episode of the Michael Like Stuff podcast. Many of you might be tuning in to hear the clingers have spoken with my brother Joel as we broke down this week's episode of Survivor. But first, I'm here with another clinger. So this is also, I guess, the clingers have spoken, but I'm here with my <laughs> wife, Madeline Clinger. Madeline. Hello, hello listeners. And we watched the finale of the first ever season of The Golden Bachelor tonight. Um, I'm going to spoil things now, so this is your opportunity to skip ahead if you don't want to be spoiled on The Golden Bachelor. But tonight, Gary chose a mate. He did. And it was uh, surprising to me. Madeline, were you surprised? Um, a little bit, but not completely. Yeah, I I feel like Teresa, who he chose, and in the end, she was like a front runner at the beginning, but it seemed like she really kind of fell off there in the middle. And then as we were getting, in fact, when it was three women left, he told the other two that he loved them, but he didn't tell it to Teresa. Yes, and last week we saw him tell Leslie... You're the one. So that was confusing. Even old people, this is what we learn. Even old people, they're messy. They knock boots. We learned that. That's true. Um, as Gary would say. And even old people, as the lead on The Bachelor, old, seemingly nice men, come off as big jerks when they mm. have to break up with someone um, that mm-hmm. they really liked. Mm-hmm. When you break up with someone on The Bachelor, it's not like you don't like them. You just don't like them as much. Yeah. Just kind of a terrible thing to say to someone. Yeah. It felt almost like, I felt like I was seeing the whole process with fresh eyes because Gary just seems so not saturated in Bachelor Nation language and just realizing that like he is in a totally different mindset than these women and they're giving it their all and he's like oh (laughs) I have to give it my all to both of you until I can't anymore and so he I think he was being genuine in that like what he said to those women in the moment was true Mm -hmm. until it wasn't anymore yeah Uh, you know you can only it's not dishonest if you say something and mean it, and then later you don't feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Something happened in his brain, and it's not necessarily a conscious thing, a subconscious thing. It seemed when he was, when Leslie was meeting his family on that day, of just like, they just changed inside of him. Yeah. And there's nothing really you can do about that. Mm-hmm. And you can't even really explain it sometimes. Just like it's not like he got the ick, but he just got the uh, the oh, 
you know? <laughs> yeah, the O. Yeah, it's not the ick, it's the O of, oh, I don't feel as good about this as I do feel about things with Teresa. Yes, which he said pretty plainly to Leslie after it all like was shaken out on the live show, which maybe he could have been a little more delicate in saying there were some interesting reactions in the audience behind him when he was like, it was better with someone else. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of like subtly negging Leslie a couple times. I don't think he even means to. No, I don't think so. Because like when he was talking about Teresa and he was like, and we were in, in the overnight, uh, no one calls it fantasy suites anymore. It's like when we were in, in the overnight and I just realized how she's able to love a man so well because she was married to her husband, Billy, yeah. for so long. It's like, um... Yeah. That sounded like just an old person thing to say. Yeah, I think it just so happened that like all of Leslie's biggest insecurities are the things that you're putting yourself out there for specifically on The Bachelor, which sucks, but like she's worried about not being chosen, and that is more than likely what's gonna happen when you're signing up for a show like that. Right, yeah, she was upset about not being chosen. It's like, okay, but there was like 25 or 30 women here. Yeah. You know, what did you think yes. you would coming in? Yes, and Gary told her she was the one, and oh, for sure, he shouldn't have done that. Don't. Don't count your eggs before they've hatched, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, don't tell somebody you're the one when you're still dating multiple women. You know, that's just not the way to go. And <laughs> um, Jesse Palmer also lied a lot. Did he? Well, tonight, he, you know, this is the most dramatic thing you'll ever see, blah, blah, blah. And then... Leslie goes home, and he says, this, you probably think you know how this is going to end, but I promise you, you don't. Yes, which made me jump to terrible conclusions. Yeah, (laughs) literally terrible. (laughs) Like, okay, so after Leslie goes home, everyone that's watching is thinking, okay, he's going to be with Teresa, because he just said to Leslie, I'm going to be with Teresa. And so we're all like, okay, he's going to be with Teresa. Jesse says, none of you are going to believe how this is going to end. You don't know how it's going to end. Yeah. We actually did. We did. We could we have actually guessed. Did. But, of course, we're at home speculating, is Teresa still alive? She's still <laughs> with us. <laughs> they were showing Gary watching the proposal back, and he was weeping, and Teresa was not in the frame. And so I was like, Maybe it did end in a way that we would not have expected, and something bad happened. But thankfully, that's not true. Thankfully, thankfully. Any other closing thoughts on, on GB? Um, I really enjoyed it. I hope there's a Golden Bachelorette. Um, I think there's a lot of good options, so I hope to see another season of it. And what about you? Do you think Faith or Leslie would be the Golden Bachelorette? Um, I think Faith or Leslie or Joan or even Ellen. I feel like there's okay, several I don't know options. Who Joan and Ellen are. Joan's the one who left to be with her daughter. Uh-huh. Who had a baby. Okay, yeah. Ellen was the pickleball captain. Yeah, okay. 
I feel like any of those four would be really good. Yeah, I feel like Joan, there's a lot to be explored with her that they didn't mm-hmm. get to explore. And Joan, Gary really when she liked left, her. I I said she's going to be the Golden Bachelorette, so we'll see. That's how you do it. You You leave early. That's right. That's how you get to be the lead. You don't leave late. You leave early. Mm, just sometimes. ask. Just ask Clayton or Charity. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. I guess. Not that they were good leads, but. Yikes. Anyways, thank you, Golden Bachelor. Thank mm-hmm. you, Madeline, for chatting with me after a long day of of life and mm-hmm. TV. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to episode nine of season 45 of The Cleaners of Spoken. I don't know, season four of The Cleaners of Spoken. We just watched episode nine of season 45 of Survivor. I'm Joel. That's my brother, Michael, and we're here to talk about it. Um, Michael, how are you feeling on this uh, Thursday night? This is season five of Cleaners of Spoken, right? Season five? Yeah. We did 41. We did 41. Yeah. 42, 43, 44, 45. Wow, we're pretty much vets at this point. Like we're pretty we're, we're kind of rocking this right now. Yeah, man. We could do this in our sleep. And yeah. uh, you know, we we could do it in our sleep so much that we just slept last week and we didn't do an episode at all. So um, yeah. you know, Kendra went home last week. Uh but you know, we didn't care about that. So <laughs> you yeah. know, not not a lot of uh not nothing too crazy happened so we're we're glad to be back this week uh for a uh interesting episode uh it was interesting to watch it was funny there were some really great moments of uh characterism um and uh some really confusing gameplay all around so i'm excited to get into that with you yeah um I was honestly like a little disappointed with the with the episode, if I'm being completely honest. Just a little confused on like what the point of anyone's game is right now that's not like an original four Reba member. Um it, it this feels literally the exact same as the last two episodes to me. Just kind of kind of bleh. Like yeah. oh, I guess I guess that's that season, you know. Yeah, um, I like I. There's a lot of people out there on the island that seem to not have the perception of where they are in the game that we have of where they are in the game, right? And so I think that goes for Bruce, um, that goes for Emily, that goes for Katura. It goes for Jake, although I think Jake kind of realized his plight tonight. Yeah. Um, and just kind of has accepted, like, maybe I'll get in third place, zero vote finalist, but I have no chance of winning. Emily thinks she has a great chance of winning, and Emily might have a chance of winning, but I really felt like tonight, if you weren't in Reba, this was your chance to do the thing and Emily's going around whipping boats, setting this up perfectly just to not do it. Yeah. Just to vote Bruce out. Like, who wants Bruce? Like, getting Bruce out helps who? No one's voting for Bruce at the end, according to everything that they've shown us so far. 
everyone doesn't want Bruce to win. Everyone is a little bit annoyed by Bruce. And so why are we so concerned about voting him out? Who cares if he has an idol? Just let him have an idol all the way to the end of the game. What does it matter? Uh, so yeah, some confusing stuff out there tonight. Um, and I'm, I, I'm glad like not everyone out there is a game bot, but like, it was just confusing to watch. It's just, I, you know, like, let's just see some action, you know, like the whole, like the last couple weeks, I've just been dying for someone to say, you know what? Let me mix this up a little bit. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go hard. And if I fail and flame out, then I fail and flame out instead of I'm going to be at the back of the bus and then I'm going to get kicked out the back one of these days. Yeah. I mean, I think the last interesting thing, like in that, in that type of thing that you're talking about was when Jake was trying to go to rocks when it was a split Mm -hmm. tribal. Like that was the last time something like that happened. And of course the people he was counting on to make that happen are playing way too conservatively. And so there's just a lot of people playing really conservatively. Like y'all are not going to win. If you get to the end, you still have to do stuff. You know, I get that. Like if Gabler could win, you know, Maybe you can you can win, but or I think everyone's like, we need to get to the fi- the finale. Then I'll just make three moves in, in a row or something and win. And I just don't I just don't know if that's going to happen. There's a lot of people that seem to be counting on Reba breaking up. Um, it's like y'all; these people have voted together every single time. Yeah, and you might think that when Reba breaks up you're going to be in a good spot, but are you sure that's going to happen? Yeah. Like Emily's like last week, Emily was just, was talking with her babies last week or two weeks ago. Emily was talking with Drew and Austin and was like, look guys, like these, like these, like going to win, you know, like, unless we, unless we get her out and they were like, nah, I think we're good. Yeah. Like, like that's that's your that's your notice right there. It's like ooh 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 ooh. I this can't happen. I can't do right. this anymore. Yeah, I mean the fact that they didn't even like appease that notion to her face. Right. They didn't even say, yeah, we should talk about that, but like maybe next vote, maybe next in two votes. The fact that they were just like, uh, yeah, we're not like D's with us. We're good with D. Like we're not gonna mix things up. That should have been immediately like red flag to Emily because it was still five to four at that point. Yeah. She could have still rallied everyone in a pretty safe way. Um, and But I think the issue is, and I think probably the reason Emily isn't doing this is because she's not the only person with Reba ties that doesn't want to rock the boat. Yep. Because Katura is completely lost. Yeah. She doesn't know what she's doing out there. She doesn't even want to like jump in the water after a challenge. It's like, what's going on with you? You know, like she, like, I think if, if Emily was surrounded by different players, 
if she was around three other players who were like, we four need to come together and vote strong together and we can take this, she would have been down for it. But I also think what she really didn't want to happen was to try to get something going and then have Katura go run to Julie and say, Emily's trying to vote you out. Um, or to have uh, Jake run to Drew and say it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm choosing to still believe that Emily is acting in her best interest and that there's still a path for her. But the fact that she's surrounded by Bello players who don't want to play is making it really hard for her. Yeah. For as much as there's been like a focus on Bello throughout this whole season, it's been really disappointing. It's been really disappointing. They spent so much time in their camp learning about those relationships, highlighting those people, and they are just getting systematically eliminated. Like, the only two left are Jake and Katura, and Katura's only shtick throughout the whole season has been getting Bruce out. Mm-hmm. And Jake yeah. has just existed as someone to like get out pretty much from the get go. Yeah. And like, what, what have they done? What have they given us? They didn't stick together. They didn't put up a fight against Reba. Like it was a complete waste. It was like a complete waste of time for me to like, think about their stories and their relationships and those people. Like yeah. I, this has been this has been a massive disappointment for me this season because I felt like this was going to be a really interesting dynamic with two mega tribes and then Caleb and Emily and then we were going to see a lot of action once the merge happened and we're not mm-hmm. like we're not seeing yeah. that. I mean, Bella lost when they voted Caleb out. Like, yeah, when they when they didn't do everything that it took to keep Caleb in the game. That's when they lost. Yeah. Because it was Bello and Caleb and it was Reba and Emily. And they didn't really know Emily and Caleb were together, but like, as soon as you get rid of the middle person that you're with and let the other group keep the middle person that they're with, you lose. Like yeah. that, that it doesn't matter how big of a threat that person is like votes still have to get counted, like threat, no threat. Like at the end of the day, you still need numbers. Right. And when they lost Caleb, things started going downhill. And when they lost Kelly, that was a huge, a huge play by Reba because Kelly was the only person on Bello who was going to be able to bring everyone together and get them voting in the same direction. Yeah. And that was going to be still hard for her because she's dealing with people like Kendra. She's dealing with people like Bruce and she's dealing with a person like Jake. And those people are so opinionated, but they're opinionated in opposite directions all the time. And so honestly, like Kelly never had a chance working with Bello, you know, and mm-hmm. she got tied to an anchor in Bruce. And uh, Caleb didn't have a chance just because, like, he's a nice 
guy who's good in challenges and got started on a terrible tribe. So he didn't have a chance from the get go. So really the only, the only non Reba person who can win this game is Emily at this point. Yeah. But like, I think any of the four Reba people could win still. Right. Um, I think any of them could win. Um, I think I'd most like to see Austin win of any of the four of them, but any of them could win. I think what Emily's hoping is that like at this next vote, it's going to be Austin and Drew versus D and Julie. And she's going to, she and Jake are going to roll with Austin and Drew and they're going to take it four three. And then you know, there's not going to there. It's going to be her Austin drew at the end. Austin drew will split Reba votes. Um, and most of the people on the jury won't be in Reba. And so yeah. she'll get a bunch of votes because she, her whole strategy right now is jury management. Like, let yeah. me go to these people and, you know, tell them the, the hard truth or whatever about, Hey, just so you know, it's you tonight. And there's nothing that can happen that's going to change it. And I'm not going to work with you because I kind of feel like I'm in a good spot right now. Um, but I just wanted you to know that it's you, the people that you're trusting, you, you know, they're, they're not really with you. I'm with you as a person, but I'm, yeah. I'm just telling you what's going on. That's her whole strategy. And it might work. She literally it said that earlier, work. like, like yeah. in this week's episode. Yeah. Like if yeah. it's, if it's a bitter jury, she has a great chance. Um, if she if she is sitting there next to Austin and Drew, and Jake sits there and says, "Those guys told me they were my friends, and they kept putting votes on me." Okay, Jake's not voting for them. Um, you know, Kelly's gonna be like, "I'm voting for Emily just because she's a woman that made it to the end," and blah blah blah. Um, you know, Caleb's gonna vote for Emily. Like Emily has a good chance if she makes it to a final three with Austin and Drew, um, which is kind of crazy to think about. But I do think that's the way there's the editors are setting us up. Yeah. Because they're not painting anyone on Reba as a front runner. It's very yeah. much like these are four equal players who are in a dominant alliance. And that's the situation. Yeah. And we're getting a lot of, we got a lot of Julie this episode. Um, and a lot of Julia as a threat in this episode. And we've been getting a lot of D as a threat, but not D herself. Like they're not, they're not really, we're not getting a bunch of D testimonials, you know, like mm -hmm. we're not hearing a lot of D's actual voice. We're just hearing everyone say that D's a threat, which to me doesn't strike me as like a winner. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make any sense because she's been the big threat the whole game for a lot of people, like social-wise. Yeah, like throughout the game. Like, I think I don't I don't see Drew winning a million dollars. I don't see Drew winning a million dollars. Like I, I think if anybody goes to try to final tribal, they want to go with Drew. Um I could see Austin winning a million dollars. Austin like has two idols and has never once been thought of as a vote. What the heck? That's crazy. Right. That, that's actually insane. And I feel like people have to know that he has two idols. At, at, at least, least one. one. Yeah. 
Like that's crazy. That like, like I feel like if this is any like if this is other people, people are like, oh my god, Austin's social game is crazy right now. Like crazy two yeah. idols and not even a thought of a vote, and he's in the majority alliance, and people are still focusing other people in that four person alliance. That's crazy. Like. Yeah. Like, as a viewer, that's crazy. I don't know what the people on the beach, maybe they're like, okay, he has two. So, like, I'm not going to vote for him because why would I? Right. I? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what their logic is. Yeah. If if a Reba person wins it, I'm going to say is probably the easiest survivor win ever. Like, <laughs> just, they've just been like, hey, the four of us are together. Yeah. And everyone else is just self-destructing themselves and yeah. not like, like maybe they're operating some like sick social game that's never before seen, making everyone think that they're with them and no one is with them. That's not one of them or the other people's perception of reality is just off. Yeah. Which I think is, you can, you can say about Bruce, you can say it about Kendra you can say it about Jake until this episode. Maybe he started to like put the pieces together of like these guys, this guy's acting like he's my buddy, but then he's like directing votes to me. Like, yeah. And so I think that there's, this would be one of the easiest cakewalks to a survivor victory ever because until tonight, None of Reba had even won an immunity challenge. They weren't winning immunity challenges. They haven't had to play idols for themselves. Um, they're stocked with idols, but they haven't had to use them. Um, mm-hmm. And they, they haven't even had to sweat it out to not use them. I mean, yeah. these people are just straight up got to the merge with four, and they are just having a leisurely stroll to final tribal. Now, yeah. At some point, one of them is going to get voted out, at least. I think it'll probably they'll probably get split up two and two next week. But either way, I still think this is like... It's even to a point of like... I don't know what your argument is at Final Tribal. You know? For, like, if it's Austin and Drew, what's their argument against each other? Drew is going to say... Hey, well, unlike Austin, I was the one driving the vote. It's like you were changing it from one person in the opposing alliance to the other. Right. With like really unnecessarily, honestly. Yeah. What's like, the biggest move? Like, what's the biggest move that you've done yeah, all, all like season? Getting getting Kelly out. Like everyone was in agreement to get um to get Caleb out. And honestly. Uh, Kelly got almost all the votes too. Like even Bella people are voting for her. So like, yeah. it's not like you were doing some insane strategic m- maneuvers. Uh, you weren't winning a bunch of immunity challenges. You weren't idling yourself out of times when you would have gone home or you, someone in your alliance would have gone home. Um, their biggest move, honestly, was pulling Emily in. At the tribe swap. That was yep. it. That's they locked it down at that yep. point. Their biggest their biggest win was getting Brando 
was voting off Brando in that tribe swap fiasco. Yeah. Like that was, yeah, that was it. And like, so, come on. So like, if they get to the end, if Emily gets to the end with either D and Julie or Austin and Drew, I think she has a great thing to say. Like, I'm the only reason that I'm the reason the Reba Alliance was able to win all those votes. And I was also the person dictating who on Bella was going home. I was the person going back and forth with all of these random Bellow people, uh, making sure they didn't play their shot in the dark, making sure Bruce didn't play his idol, all these different things. And I played a much smarter, more strategic game than anyone on Reba did. And I actually would believe that. And I would vote for her because Reba is just like, literally like they're just hanging out in Fiji and they're about one of them is probably going to get a million dollars. They should just split the money. I know they're not allowed to do that, but like (laughs) just everybody gets two fifty. Yeah. Like this is the game. Like, I feel like this is the ideal game of survivor. Like if I were to go on being like a, have a very small majority at the merge, but be in the majority Alliance of that majority. That's the perfect way to do it. That's like, that's how you win Survivor. Yeah. And that's what they've done. And it's good for them. And it sucks for everybody else involved. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's just brutal to watch like Katura just jump ship like that. And I get that she was on the bottom either way. And like this bottom is like sixth instead of, you know, 11th. Mm-hmm. But it just sucks to watch. Like, it's like there are people in this season that may just have never had a chance to win based because of how bad the blue tribe was. Like Jake Mm -hmm. never had a chance to win. You know, Caleb never had a chance to win. You get like, you get stuck on that Island with people that don't like each other at all. That don't want to work with each other that you need to lean on when you merge and you can't, and you can't do it. That's yeah. bad. I mean, the thing I can say for Reba is that there were six of them and they let the two go that were not in their core four and who were the least strategic. Because yeah. even it like being strategic isn't necessarily a threat because at least I can trust that that person is acting in their own best interest. Katura is not acting in her own best interest. No. She's only acting in the negative interest of Bruce. Yeah. Like that's literally been her whole game and, and she succeeded at that. Unfortunately for her, she doesn't win a million dollars for that. She isn't even yeah. gonna win a hundred thousand dollars for that. Right. She she her whole game became I want Bruce to be gone. And she still spent most of the whole 26 days with Bruce on the same island. Yeah. It took her that long to get rid of him. And that was her yeah. whole goal the whole time. Yeah. So crazy. I don't know. Who do you think is going to win? Oh, man. Cause seven, man, this is always a huge episode coming up. Yeah. But it feels like. It could easily just go the way that the last three episodes have gone. I think it'll be Julie or Emily 
Uh, I think it'll be a woman. They seem pretty keen on making a woman the winner, which not not great for Austin, but I think that's the way it's going to shake out. Mm. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think Julie or Emily is is good is a good bet. I'm probably still going to lean Emily because I just feel like she actually is kind the more last night when I watched the episode, I was like, I think it's over. Like, I think it's done. I think, I think that, that it's done for, but the more I think about it and I start actually counting jury votes and if it's two Rebas and Emily, she has a great chance, in my opinion. Now, I think if one Reba gets rid of all the other Rebas and they still want to vote for that person, um, so that's three votes solid. And then it's them sitting there with Emily and Katura. I think that Reba person is probably going to win. If anybody makes it there with Jake and Katura, they're going to win. Yeah. Right. And that in and in my opinion, Emily punted on that tonight or or last night. Um like that was in her sights. She had the ability to do that. She could have easily gotten the votes together to do that, where it was three, one, and four. Boom, done. Bruce doesn't play his idol, but it doesn't matter because one of the Reba four is going home. And it wouldn't have had to have been. Austin or Drew, one of the ones she's tight with. And if she blows up Julie or D's spot, Austin and Drew are definitely with her then. They're definitely with her then because there's not that same strength of there's four of us and that's insulation. It's like, okay, now we have to work with Emily because we don't have a choice. So. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's no way that like, Drew and Austin would just call up like Katura after Katura blindsides them and be like, Hey, let's work with us. Like work with us again. You yeah. know? I mean, I think like, they'd go to Emily and be like, what the heck dude? And yeah. Emily would be like, I'm sorry guys, but I told you that I wanted to do this and you gave me the cold shoulder and I love you and I want to work with you. But like they were going to beat us at the end and yeah. I wasn't going to let that happen. And I think that they would have, they, they, they. In in my mind, there's like a sixty six percent chance they would have been like, okay, you're right. Let's let's get let's get together, the three of us, to the end. Or there's that thirty three percent chance where they actually still would have enough power to absolutely blow up her spot. Yeah, and I think that was the thing she was worried about. And I mean, like she, like we're talking, like she could get Katura's vote. Everything that anybody said to Katura was immediately relayed to them. Dude. Which which doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense for Katura just to blab every information she gets no. to the majority. No. And Katura really bothered me this episode because Bruce, you know, he does that thing, tells her at the beginning of the episode, like lies to her. Like, hey, so I actually don't have an idol because I gave it to Kelly because I was worried about uh, knowledge's power. And so she actually got voted out with my idol in her pocket. And Katura believed him. She's acting as if she didn't believe him, 
But if you watch the scene, the look on her face is like, are you serious, Bruce? You don't have an idol. And she was excited he didn't have an idol. He should have just let that. He should have just told all he had. All Bruce had to do for his plan to work to perfection is tell Katura and not tell anybody else. Yeah. Because Katura is going to run and blab to everybody that Bruce doesn't have an idol and they should vote him out. Boom. He plays his idol, cancels out four, five, six votes. And now Bruce is like on the map as a threat. Ariba probably goes home and it's a whole new game. I, I thought they were real. Like, did you think that Bruce's idea was as bad as they everyone made it seem like it was? No. Yeah. No, I was literally so like, so I I got on Twitter a couple times and just like I saw one tweet that almost like that, that I thought was spoiling, but it was like not like making coordinating a blind side for an idol in the pocket, and I was like, okay, there's only two idols in the game, and like that's not a blind side for Bruce. Like she's not with Bruce. Like that, like that's nothing. That's like, that's stupid. If Bruce doesn't play his idol, he's dumb. They've been trying to get him out for weeks now. And then I was like, okay, so he said that the only other person that has an idol in this game is Austin. And she knows that. So like, that's conceivable. Like flipping the table and voting out Austin is conceivable with what Bruce just said. So I was Mm -hmm. like, Okay, this may be an interesting episode. And then it wasn't at all. It was Yeah. It was like the letters home, which was really sad and dramatic. Like they really keyed that up big time this year. And uh then yeah. uh like it was women talking about women winning and then men being boys while Guys they're gone. Night. Which was just like a, a massive a massive cut up of them just doing absolutely nothing. Guys like, night. That was like awesome. Weird music. Yeah. That was the peak of the episode. <laughs> it's just like like there with how boring the gameplay has been the last few weeks, I've been a little frustrated that I had to watch 90 minute episodes. Mm. Like it's just like give me give me something better. Right. Like I would have loved to have seen like Shan, Ricard, Evie. Like I would love to have seen that episode with that, that season with 90 minute episodes. This with 90 minute episodes is like it's not good. Like it started yeah. out awesome. And now I'm just kind of like tired. Like right. I'm, I'm fast forward me to the finale right now. Yeah, I think um the boot order has been really problematic for good strategy. Sabaya going home when she did. She yep. was a really good player. Caleb going home so early. Kelly going home so early. It's been really problematic for like how the game is going to actually play out strategically. Brandon going home so early. He was a great character. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, obviously he should have gone home when he did, but, but like, he, you know, he was a great character that, the, the, you know, a great survivor season happens when the duds get voted out early and no one remembers them. Um, right. And now we're, we, the, there's a few duds that made it a lot further than, than they probably should have. 
And um, yeah, I back to the Bruce lying about not having an idol thing. I totally get what his plan was. And if he had just like done it without workshopping it, he would have looked like a genius because no one would believe Bruce would lie about that. Like nobody would have believed Bruce is saying he doesn't have an idol, but he does. And even if they still believed he had an idol, they still would have put votes on him and he would have had known he had to play his idol. Well, yeah, but it's just so funny to me because the person that actually blew that up for him was Emily because Jake came and told Drew and Austin and Jake thought it was a hundred percent true. And he told them and they believed him. And then Emily was like, no, nah, it's a crock of crap. Yeah. Like, like that's not real. It's just like, they, like Emily and Katura have been doing all the work for Reba and they've just, right. they've, they've burned everything down. That is not the Reba for, for them. Right. Yeah. Like, well, and yeah. I think, yeah. And I think that I, I don't know that that's not part of Emily's strategy long-term. I think Katura is lost. We haven't seen Katura be self-aware about her situation in this game much at all in this whole season. You know, she'll say stuff like I'm on the outs, but like, you know, uh, I was listening to Bruce's exit interview today. And like, he was like, Katura saying like she was on the outs, but like she was in on the votes, you know, like maybe she didn't know about my idol, but it's not like she was on the outs and that like she didn't know where the votes were going or that votes were coming at her. Like none of that is true. Like that didn't happen. And I, I, I left last night's episode. And then after listening to Bruce's exit interview today, like feeling for Bruce, like I get it. Bruce isn't a mastermind survivor player and he should have played his idol. You know, he should have played his idol. And he knows as much. And he said in his exit interview today, he said, when we went into tribal council, I was 99% sure I was playing my idol. But like, whatever Emily conversation Emily had with him before, that made it seem like a sure bet Julie was going to get the majority of votes, made him feel safe enough to carry that into tribal. And then the things that tribal that were said made him think this was all a bluff and no votes. Like I'm actually not getting a bunch of votes, which like, in my opinion, holding on to your idol in that situation, if you're not getting votes, having an idol is useless. See Xander season 41. Yeah. Like being smart enough to hold on to your idol. That's good. But like, also if you get to the end and you had an idol for 10 tribal councils and you didn't have to use it once. Honestly, that just like looks negative on you. Like you should have right. played it on yourself or someone else at some point before now. Yeah. Um, probably someone else. If you weren't getting any votes, there've been so many opportunities for people to take charge of this game and just not do it. Um, going all the way back to like people like Kendra, like she had opportunities to like, keep people together, make a good move. But like, she didn't have like the social game to actually do it. And they, each of those Bello people, whether it's Kendra, Jake, Bruce, they just get their 
hearts set on voting one person out and they don't, they're not going to their alliance talking it through. Who do we all want to vote out? They're just, you know, Kendra's saying, I want to vote D out. And Couture saying, I want to vote Bruce out. And Jake is saying anybody but me or whatever. And it's just like, you guys need to like get together and like figure out what works like combined best for all your games. Because when Kendra wants to vote D out, Katura's like, I want to vote Bruce out. And it's like, okay, Katura, that's fine. But Bruce is way more with us than he thinks he's than he's with Reba. Although Bruce said he thought he was with Julie. But he hadn't voted with Julie a single time. But he's just like, oh yeah, yeah, I've got Julie. I'm with Julie. And then he just voted for Julie. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Just because yeah. Emily told him Julie's not really with you. Like, That's crazy. I I don't know if like Rebo was like, okay, you take him, you take him, you take him, and you take him. And we'll play man defense on these people to where they all think that we have a secret alliance with them, but we're just going to keep voting together all the way through. Like Jake thinks he's with Drew. Emily thinks she's with Drew and Austin. Bruce thinks he's with Julie. Um, you know, there was a time where it, like – they were going to do a quote unquote girls alliance with Kelly and D and Julie and Emily and Katura. And, you know, Katura's thinks she's with Julie and D and it's just like, y'all aren't with them. So yeah. like maybe hats off to Reba for playing a great game. And I wish we had seen that more than we've seen it because we've got 90 minutes here. So right. if that's happening, we should be seeing it. We should be seeing them like absolutely working these other people. But all that we see is these people just blowing up their own spot constantly. Yeah. Yeah. That's my feelings exactly. And uh, we'll see next week if they're any better. If the episode's any better. They're teasing that it's going to be better and there's going to be betrayal and there's going to be conflict. But we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Can't count our eggs before they're hatched. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We have like one minute left. Any thoughts on the Grizzlies or the Titans or anything like that? Grizzlies stink, Titans stink, but I think the Titans are going to win on Sunday. You heard that? They're playing the Colts, right? Yep. Yeah, one, take and that. A half, one and a half point home underdogs against the Colts this week. Apparently Levis is hurt though, so I don't know how. He looked pretty bad. He looked like he was limping pretty good. Yeah, Levis is hurt, but like we're gonna put Tannehill out there, not Malik Willis, if he's hurt. Yeah, you know, and Levis, even healthy, is like I I want him to play, but he's not that much better than Tannehill. Yeah, and and this is the type of game, to, like if Levis didn't play, you know, Tannehill would go out there and throw two two hundred fifty yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, like you know that would happen, which would be yeah. so frustrating. But that's probably what would happen. Yeah, I'm I'm happy either way. Win or loss. I don't care. Um, it's football yeah. season, so we're just happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's going to do it for us. Um, I'm Joel. That's Michael. Uh, and we will see you next week for The Cleaners Have Spoken. Uh, yeah. Bye, guys. See you. See you.